Hello and welcome back. This is attorney Alan Edmonds and I want to welcome you to episode 13 in our series on security clearance appeals, different aspects. And I want to revisit uh, guideline B, which is foreign influence and foreign preference. The um, guideline is one of the most popular used by the Department of Defense to deny or revoke a security clearance. And as you know from uh, previous episodes, uh, guideline B deals with foreign influence. And uh, we have been helping active duty and civilian DOD employees and contractors for over 45 years. Uh, we're delighted to speak to you today and share this information with you because uh, knowledge is power. These cases are very complex. They are not what they appear to be. And throughout this series, I think you've realized both with MSPB, uh, Merit Systems Protection Board, and uh, military discharge upgrades, and in this case, security clearance appeals, that uh, retaining counsel, and specifically the Edmonds Law Firm, is a very, very uh, smart and appropriate way to proceed because there's so much at risk. In this case, uh, as in others uh, that we're about to discuss, this is an actual case that we won. Uh, the risk and, and the downside uh, pertains to you professionally. If you lose these cases, you, you've lost your clearance. And if you've lost your clearance, you've lost your job. And if you've lost your job, then your whole career is suddenly sidelined until you find a different path forward outside of the intelligence community where no security clearance is necessary. Um, our office is available coast to coast. We have offices uh, in five different states. And you can reach us at 800-481-2526. We also are available for uh, confidential consults, which are paid. And uh, we represent people from the very inception of the security clearance process right through the appeal. So that includes um, investigative interview preparation. And um, we also represent people for interrogatories and discovery and of course, hearings and responses to statement of reasons. Um, and I wanna say, because this question keeps arising, we also represent people for different hearings um, before different agencies. That could be the Department of Energy, it can be the Department of Defense, uh, Department of Homeland Security, um, virtually every federal agency, Department of Veteran Affairs, the State Department, uh, we have experience with all of those agencies. And when I say experience, I personally have done over 3,500 hearings. Our attorneys are very experienced and are litigators. So call us. Uh, we're happy to help you uh, dig out from uh, these types of allegations. But let's talk about today's case. Uh, this just came in. It was a guideline B and... Um, Guideline B states foreign contacts and interests, including but not limited to business, financial, property interests, are a national security concern if they result in divided allegiance. So this is a real powerful first sentence in the guideline. If you have uh, business interests outside the United States, 
that's a concern. What kind of business interest could you have? You could have property in another country. You could own a business in another country. Uh, you could have a rental such as Airbnb in another country. The guideline goes on to say that another concern is financial. Well, what kind of financial concerns can you have under guideline B? And the answer uh, is one, you could have bank accounts. What if you had a bank account in uh, Pakistan or India or Lebanon or Egypt or Germany? Uh, that's a financial interest that uh, creates a tie between you and that country. And it also signifies that at some time in the future, you're probably going to go back to that country because you have financial interests. One of the most common financial interests that we see are uh, houses or property. And that can be property that you already own, that's already in your name, or it could be property that you might inherit. And um, that's a concern. We know how to deal with that at the Edmonds Law Firm. We've dealt with that issue hundreds of times. Uh they also, the guideline specifically talks about property interests, and uh, sometimes this is business interests as well. We've had uh, clients that owned uh, stock or had an ownership interest in corporations in India, for example, and um, we won those cases, but it took a lot of uh, preparation as far as exhibits and proof and mitigation. And uh, the guideline goes on to say, they may also be a national security concern if they create circumstances in which the individual may be manipulated or induced to help a foreign person, group, organization, or government in a way inconsistent with U.S. interests. So here the government, the United States government, and specifically Department of Defense, is concerned that you may know people or have business interests that a foreign government could use to influence or manipulate you. And of course, that depends on the nature of the relationship. But again, uh, to unwind this, uh, the Edmonds Law Firm has this experience. We can reduce or mitigate or even eliminate some of these concerns. So that's what this individual was facing. We're discussing a guideline B case, an actual case. He got a statement of reasons under guideline B. And uh, I've just read to you the general allegations. And then uh, under paragraph 1A, it uh, specifies with more detail their concern. And it says, quote, you have two brothers that are citizens of Lebanon and residents of Saudi Arabia. So let's unpack that. First of all, the government is concerned because there are uh, relatives, primary relatives that are living in a foreign country. If you have family members still living in a foreign country, that's a concern. Here, the second issue that's really of a concern is the countries involved. Both Lebanon and Saudi Arabia are countries of concern. That means at times they have acted adversely to the interests of the United States. It may be the United States military. It may be the United States uh, government 
or it may be certain conduct, we frequently see the government will file a uh, administrative notice and show certain arrests or conduct by citizens from Saudi Arabia or citizens from Lebanon that were actually caught in the United States uh, engaged in unlawful activities, such as uh, espionage or uh, taking trade secrets or sensitive information out of the country back to these countries. So that's the concern here that our client was facing. He had two brothers in Lebanon, and they were also residents of Saudi Arabia. We dealt with that. We dealt with mitigating factors of the two brothers, and we had a long discussion in our written response to the SOR. And that's what we're talking about here today. You can successfully navigate and win an SOR, a statement of reasons, and overcome the allegations and stop the process. This client trusted us with his uh, career and his job, and uh, he said, please try and mitigate these concerns. Uh, if we have to proceed to a hearing, I'm going to use your firm to go to the hearing. We charged him only for the written response to SOR. We have a statement uh, that we give to all clients that you only pay for what you need. Too many law firms and lawyers charge exorbitant fees, and uh, they include many aspects of services that are unneeded, but they uh, group them together. The fees go sky high. We don't do that here. We quote flat fees for each step of the way. So this client was quoted a flat fee for the formal response to SOR only. And uh, I'm going to destroy the ending of this story and tell you we were successful. But anyway, uh, the first uh, allegation 1A was about two brothers. 1B says you have a sister who's a citizen and resident of Lebanon. So the DOD was focused on immediate family members not distant cousins, not distant relatives that he never saw, but rather relatives that he could have had a close and continuing contact with. Um, so those are the allegations under guideline B. We got the, um, the case and we started working. I appointed a legal team to this case immediately, and we started working on mitigation and preparation to overcome these concerns. How did we do that? Well, we had 17 items that we requested once we learned about this individual and more specificity about him and his family and his life here in the United States. We uh, sent him a proprietary list of uh, 17 items that we wanted him to work on. He had told us that uh, he came to the United States in 1989 on a student visa. Um, he got a uh, bachelor's degree here. He was married here. Uh, and um, he had two sons here. So we developed a whole person concept of this individual. And he responded to the 
17 items that we needed. We presented that along with, <coughs> excuse me, a book of exhibits. And it was an incredible package that went off to the, uh, it was then called the Consolidated Adjudications Facility at Fort Meade. Um, and uh, th that name has been changed. Now DC uh, SA is now handling this. And uh, we sent our package to Fort Meade. It was reviewed and we received a notice back that the case was going to be withdrawn. We heard from a government attorney. They had reviewed uh, our response and said that um, we had mitigated completely the concerns that were raised in the SOR. So this case was being set for a hearing. Uh, I know all of the judges and all of the government attorneys. They know me because uh, we're the most prevalent law firm nationally that appears at uh, Defense Office of Hearings and Appeals. And uh, they said to us, um, we've reviewed your package and we are withdrawing the statement of reasons. So once the statement of reasons was withdrawn, the clearance was um, granted and uh, our client continued on with his position. Um, and now this case is a part of his record so that there will, there will be no further allegations um, about foreign influence and foreign preference in the future. And we were happy to represent this gentleman. Um, he made an important decision, and I want you to consider it. This individual had advanced degrees. He had a very uh, scientific background. He was intellectually an incredible human being. But he said, I'm not going to try and do this myself. He said, I'm good at my job, but I'm not a good lawyer. And I don't know the adjudicative guidelines. I can read the mitigating factors, but I wouldn't know how to correctly develop them. And the other thing he did, he's, he made a determination. He said, <clears throat> I am a very bright individual, no question, with all the advanced degrees. But my speaking ability in court is probably not going to be sufficient. And I'm not going to be able to handle objections to evidence. And I'm not going to be able to handle cross-examination of any witnesses and presentation. And so he decided to invest in himself and spend the money to retain our office. Um, today, you can bet he is very happy that he made that decision. And we are very happy he made that decision because we enjoy helping people save their careers and keeping their family intact. So if you are confronted with this type of situation, I hope you will not respond to an SOR or interrogatories. I hope you will not just sit down with an investigator without calling us first. You might find that our advice and guidance uh, can totally make the difference for you in your profession. Call us at 800-481-2526 with questions. Visit us on 
Spotify, where this is going to be uh, posted along with other platforms, or YouTube. We have short videos there. We add to both platforms on a weekly basis. This is Alan Edmonds. Call me. And uh, thank you very much.